0: Welcome back to the Superheroes Everyday Podcast. I'm Danny Horn. I'm here with Steven Robinson from Wonket and the Playtyper guy. Hi, Steven. Hey, Danny. How you doing? I am doing great. So happy to see you again. This is Act 2 of the 2016 bombastic sequel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. The story so far, Batman doesn't like Superman because he thinks there's a 1% chance that Superman will turn evil and usher in an apocalypse full of flying alien bug people. Superman doesn't like Batman, because when you get right down to it, Batman isn't really that likable. Lex Luthor has been collecting chunks of kryptonite to forge a mighty weapon that can defeat Superman. Plus, also, he's invented a new type of bullet and an exploding wheelchair. And worst of all, he has stolen a set of Kryptonian fingertips with which he will do who knows what. This is Act 2. Welcome to it. Batman gets, comes home, he is pissed off, he didn't get to steal the kryptonite, and Superman didn't appreciate his cool do-you-bleed line, which he had been workshopping for a long time. Very disappointing for him, this whole encounter. He clicks on some magic computer screens, tell him that the kryptonite was brought, big surprise, to a LexCorp facility. And over at LexCorp Research Park, Lex Luthor is very satisfied because now he has a big old chunk of glowy green stuff. And that is about where we are. Oh, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Still recovering
0: from that. Act one. Act one is getting to us. Also, meanwhile, at the Capitol somewhere, Senator Finch and her wheelchair buddy Wallace are having a press conference announcing a great new season of Senate hearings featuring Wallace and inviting Superman to come and explain things, which he should already be doing anyway. So
1: legal dramas and like courtroom as much as as boring as those are in real life they are often entertaining in movies similar to like Senate, it like there's they're drop they're well written and engaging and that doesn't really happen here so it's just again slowing down a very already a very long movie <laughs> yes it is superman enters into the i don't know to drop too ahead but the way he comes into
0: the it's let's let's do that in a minute yeah because i gotta do i have to do ma can oh but
1: i oh i forgotten before that was before this You're like yes yeah. please because
0: it's the most frustrating scene for me clark is in kansas he's talking to his mom he's in full superman costume outside in the mm-hmm. open everybody knows that he's clark kent this is the thing from the first movie everyone knows fine he's talking to ma kent she says just the most extraordinary series of sentences which i'm going to give to you right now dig this People hate what they don't understand, but they see what you do, and they know who you are. You're not a killer, a threat. I never wanted this world to have you. What? Be their hero, Clark. Be their monument. Be their angel. Be anything they need you to be. Or be none of it. You don't owe this world a thing. You never did. Um, Is is Ma Kent supposed to be mentally ill? Like, what just happened there? So,
1: gonna have to disagree with her police work there, uh, to quote (laughs) Fargo. So, um, <laughs> I think the refugee from a doomed alien yeah. society might owe this planet a lot, like his life. Yeah, that's true. His flying powers, like he should be. And what is that is what first Snyder does not understand, because often Superman is written as sort of the ultimate immigrant and whatever. And if you yeah. talk to immigrants, especially from war torn countries or in and, and places where they know they're lucky to be alive and here they are the most what can I do what can I always do yeah this is my world that's always been what frustrated me about Man of Steel or whatever because he's like wondering aimlessly and I'm like okay well right very you're very strong and very (laughs) fast yeah there are people who are less strong and less fast who are cops firefighters soldiers in the middle like you're none of those things you're just wandering around doing <laughs> world's most dangerous catch or something <laughs> and the fact that she would say that is just like the it's cats so are weird. supposed to be some sort yeah. of moral grounding for superman and the idea that she's yeah. saying you don't owe the world a thing i never wanted to to the world like every parent I never wants their the child to
0: have you i know it doesn't make any sense
1: every mother would be I want you to help the world, to make the world a better place. They know you, they know what you do. Do they? I haven't seen anything. The film has not shown this. He's done some very boring effects. They know you are not a killer.
0: Yeah. But do they? I don't know. I don't
1: know. You are you ripped through buildings that then fell and then people died. So
0: I don't know if that's what the world knows. Well, whatever whatever Superman is planning to do, Mock Kent is behind him about
1: 30%. You had mentioned this before about Snyder's thing of like the world does not understand what's different or reacts or whatever, which is just such a nihilistic point of view that is actually not true to how mm-hmm. normal people behave in the world. So it's yeah. like people hate what they don't understand, and it's just like not really. They are confused by it and they are sometimes scared by mm-hmm. the by the alien god who won't talk to them and will periodically destroy their downtown cities yeah. but yeah like that scene is just terrible and you get the sense that he thinks that he's making some point or statement
0: yeah and it's really baffling what he's even you could deal with a scene where he is like making a very obvious point but this i don't even know what he's trying to say
1: May I ask you another thing about Ma Kent? Um, Absolutely. Is she working in a diner? Is that what we're supposed to think? She
0: is working in a diner,
1: as far as I can tell. I have all the respect in the world for people who work in diners, and Mm -hmm. I haven't anything, but it's just, I don't know, you're Superman and your mother is working the night shift on her feet (laughs) all day. Like, I mean, you know, I don't, that just makes no sense to me. And it's not, because it's not presented as in, which you could easily do. Like, she mm-hmm. loves it. She knows everyone at right. the diner. No, she seems she seems kind of stressed out. Yeah, she's taking out the garbage. Yeah, like, this is not, like, it is not as if this is something she enjoys doing. And he's right. like, hey, mom, you know. Like a, but again, Christopher Reeve was like, one of the first things that we met him is, was like, here's half of my salary. Give it to right, my mom. Yes, yes. So we knew that, oh, he, his mom's she's still alive and he's taking yeah. care of her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this lady's
0: working a night shift. <laughs> and, I, I, and, it, and it appears to have rattled her quite a bit because she cannot get a specific point out of her head successfully
1: no, to, no. to save anyone's
0: life. Everybody gets together for the big Senate hearing dance number. Wallace is there in his wheelchair looking very radicalized and determined. Senator Finch, thanks to some extraneous scenes that we have skipped. Senator Finch now <laughs> knows that the woman who testified because act one. She knows that the woman who testified against Superman was a fake. Lex is trying to manipulate these hearings. So Holly Hunter is planning to expose all of this. And here's Lex in the hallway. And he has a threatening conversation with the senator right outside the hearing room. And then he sends he sends mercy into the room to make sure that nobody takes his seat, which is right up front with his name written on it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm just highlighting that for a moment.
1: That's going to be important later. We talk about implicating yourself in criminal conspiracies, which this Lex loves to do. That's his jam. It
0: does not apparently implicate him because no one notices. (laughs) So fucking weird. Superman shows up. It is a beautiful shot. Like Snyder does this all the time of, of putting Superman up very high, standing in the air, motionless with his cape flapping behind him. I think it's, it is beautiful. Like there's a beauty to that shot. With him kind of hovering there. It's also a threatening shot. Yeah. Because it makes him look like a scary monster who's hovering in the sky and looking down on humanity. And Zack Snyder is really doing everything that he can to make Superman unapproachable. So that the people in the movie can just project their fear onto him. Yes. It's just not how Superman should be. He lands, walks into the hearing room, everybody quiets down. And he's being very respectful, which means... A serious expression. Unfortunately, that continues the theme of taking a guy with a heart stopping smile, denying us the benefit of that. Mm -hmm. Holly Hunter's got one last little speech to give, which I think she does very well. She says, like, this is how democracy works. We talk to each other. Mm -hmm. We act by the consent of the governed, which is like, oh, they're so close to having an actual conversation. Oh, yeah. And really engaging with these ideas. And really what Zack Snyder wants is just to give Lex Luthor a chance to express his dominance over the situation. He has put a little clue in front of the senator, a little jar that's labeled Granny's Peach Tea. For no reason, she's about to die. He just wants her to experience a moment of helplessness and submission Mm -hmm. before everything blows up. And it does. There's a very powerful bomb hidden in Wallace's wheelchair, which explodes. And there's an enormous ball of fire that erupts from the Capitol that you can basically see from space, destroys everything, incinerates everyone except for Superman, who is standing there motionless amid the flaming Holocaust and saying to himself, is there anything I could have done differently? Apparently not. It's
1: just, just not sex It's not interested in Superman doing anything heroic.
0: There are two things that I find unbelievably frustrating about this sequence. And number one is Lex Luthor is obviously responsible for this. There was a chair in the front row of this hearing with a sign on it that says reserved for Lex Luthor because he's an extremely famous person. Mm -hmm. And he left the building and escaped.
1: Yeah, like normally, so actual competent criminals would have found an, a reasonable alibi. Like he was sp- supposed to be there. Instead of taunting the senator, he was like, "Yeah, he was called in, or there was whatever." He, it would be something uh, obvious and other than he literally didn't show up. And this is again, well, he did, law- and even he did show up. He was about to walk in, and yeah, his, like he just uh, turned around to- <laughs> and walked
0: out of the building. It's very
1: suspicious type. Yeah, they like it's very suspicious type behavior. Even his like, and I'm glad you put it in the context of Snyder's sense of everything being about dominance. Because at first it makes you no, know, Luther's not the Joker. Luther's not. He would not that type of wanting her to feel fear, either. He want. Yeah, that is that is a very Joker thing. Yeah, competently written. Luther does Tyler two things. One, he does like Godfather two. He gets a senator under her his thumb. Right. So he blackmails her and says i i want you to do this i have the power to make you do this right killing her just destroys a potential resource and the other would be if he has to kill her he just doesn't care like why would it you know i'm not <laughs> gonna i'm not gonna do it and then try to like make
0: a reference to something you said earlier and give her like the last 15 seconds of her life now or you know he is making her have a feeling what is the point of that if he's that degree of psychotic or he hates women
1: or it's not shown consistently, it's just shown that he wants to remove her as an obstacle. If you're going to yeah. that, he's never been told no, but they don't show that they try to show that he's been someone who had to deal with abusive death. So it's just yeah. very it's a very frustrating. So Ren does nothing and then just sort of flees the scene of the crime. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, that, that makes him like a, a criminal suspect.
0: Yeah, it's like as if they haven't done enough to damage Superman's reputation, like both in the movie and for the audience. We see him rescuing one injured person and carrying them out to the EMTs outside. And then he catches sight of Lois and he looks unhappy and he just shoots off into the sky.
1: Yeah, like I think he would also like, let me clear up. Let me clean up the Capitol. I'm going to do something right. Like, yeah. This building might collapse. Like, he should be there trying to help or do something. It's an unimaginable tragedy
0: going on right now.
1: And, like, how can I help, guys? Like, talking to the public, being like, okay, here's what what happened. Here's what I saw. Here's what I noticed. Which is just basic. If you and I were there, had managed to survive Mm an explosive holocaust at the Capitol and then peaced out, that's APB for Steven and Danny. We yeah. have like <laughs> broken several laws at this point. So he just flees the scene. Clark Kent does the same because why should a reporter want to cover the uh, capital? This <laughs> important story. Yeah, like I, I, I'm i peacing out. I'm not going to do my job for a few yep. days. So I, I just feel like um, in most stories, especially superhero stories, um, your hero bailing. Yeah. <laughs> and going for a walk because that's essentially what he will eventually do. Failing to go for a walk is just not compelling.
0: And so I'm looking at this and I'm saying, look how much work you need to do. Look how far you have to twist this character in order to tell a story where people don't like Superman. Mm -hmm. Which is you have to make him silent and moody and and act like he's giving up and not helping to evacuate people, which is like – any other superman story there have been how many superman stories have there been in the last 80 plus years thousands like tens of thousands that have been written in the world up until now and any other superman story told by literally anybody else he would be helping to evacuate people yeah this is the one this is a very this is a unique yeah moment
1: he would evacuate try to save the capital he would be driven and upset like Again, I'm going to go back to X-Files where like mm-hmm. even a Fox Mulder are uh, things of where things go to crap. He's driven to find out who did it, who did this. Oh, yeah. No, what's he doesn't going on do that? Yeah. He doesn't care. He bails. And it's just like this is just not. Yeah. Nothing is heroic. He will yeah. vanish and literally only show up when people he cares about are in danger. That's yeah. just motivating, motivating for the rest of the film.
0: It makes me wonder if if Zack Snyder, like, do you just want to make The Boys? Like you Mm -hmm. should have said so if you wanted, if you wanted to make a, you know, a show about an evil, selfish Superman character. Like maybe you're just making the wrong show. There's a Batman problem coming up. You want to see that? Yeah. We're with Lex again. It's nighttime now. It's raining. He has driven his motorcycle up to Lex Corp. And Mm -hmm. we see, and there's EMTs here too. What, what has happened as we piece it together? is Batman has broken into LexCorp and just broken all the glass in the world. Mm. And he has fought with and probably permanently disabled a whole bunch (laughs) of security guards who were just doing their jobs so that he could fight his way to the place where they are storing the chunk of kryptonite. And now he has stolen the kryptonite, which is just straight up crime. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's breaking and entering that resulted in (laughs) the brutal injuries and possible deaths of innocent people
1: and generally batman is not a criminal well not like he, that it would be like the mission impossible high scene so yes. batman with alfred you've already established yeah would have just sneaked in from the ceiling taken it out he does not need to this is again like snyder can't imagine someone being clever
0: and so batman getting <laughs> in you know like, you yeah, know, he just goes in and fights.
1: Yeah, with it's like fist. a master of the skies. He would go yeah. in like that would be and maybe it's too goofy or Silver Age, but it's very Mission Impossible. Batman's done yeah. this before Mission Impossible. He the, the cleaning lady comes out and who took the kryptonite? And the cleaning lady later rips the mask off and it's Batman because <laughs> that's how he would operate in the comics. Like he just wouldn't just leap in and just basically beat everybody up. Several, yeah, several, several high level felonies. Yeah. (laughs) For his later homicide attempt. (laughs) Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) Look what you have to do to these people. (laughs) Amazing. So we've got a scene with Superman and Lois out on a balcony, which I am usually in favor of. Mm -hmm. But he is all grumpy and disheartened now. And he's doing the correct thing, which is he's going to talk to Lois about it. Mm -hmm. And the point of a Superman and Lois scene is that Lois is supposed to say something that matters. That he will kind of take, you know, he will take in and do something about, not really. He's decided that he's only been helping people because Pa Kent told him that he should. And he says, Superman was never real. It was just a dream of a farmer from Kansas.
1: What, what I saw a different movie. Didn't Pa Kent like w- would prefer to die than to let Clark inconvenience himself by that's helping true. other people? <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. Pa Kent is actually worse than than he's being presented
1: right now it's just weird because at first when he's talking, I assume he's talking about <laughs> jor the space God thing. Yeah. Like the version I kind of never like of like essentially needing space God to say, right. Hey, go and go and, do this. Help, go and help people. Even though normal people without obvious superpowers. <laughs> right. Every day is just like, yeah. I should go help people. Yeah. So when he's saying the is a dream, like this idea of like, which again might make sense if you're doing some sort of celebrity, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, you know, he wanted me to be famous. Yeah. Yeah. Like Madonna never was real. She's like a dream from a like this, <laughs> like some sort of a gypsy thing. Gypsy Rose leaves. Like that sort of thing makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but like stage father. Yeah, exactly. Like, but that's not, he wasn't a stage father. He didn't want him to use his. Yeah, his it was abilities. the opposite. Yeah. And. These people are crazy. You have, you have gifts and dare I say with great power comes great responsibility. So you should be actively mm-hmm. helping people. Yeah. And you're bailing. There are, God, anyone who reads my work knows I'm not, you know, super blue lives matter type person, but there are mm-hmm. a lot of cops who continue going out there even after someone said something bad about them. Like it is sort of same yes. with firefighters or whatever. So yeah. the idea that Superman gets his feelings hurt and is no interest <laughs> in finding, like someone killed these people. Even OJ Simpson promised <laughs> to find the real killers. He at least made the effort.
0: He's not even doing that. You are so right. <laughs>
1: Like just say i will i i like make that public statement just want to clarify i did not blow up the Capitol,
0: and lois has to stand there and argue in favor of superman with superman
1: and it's all about his ego as opposed to there are that is true people yeah, yeah who got yeah. killed
0: and she says like that farmer's dream is all some people have it's all that gives them hope yeah she's just talking you're right he's she's just talking him up as like but you're important that's the thing
1: the dream that what it now that you're
0: yeah it's not about going and helping the people it's that you are important and i i really wish that that the movie would actually just engage with these ideas and make that a meaningful scene but really it just
1: no it's not to be
0: grumpy and fly away again there
1: is a good movie about and the justice league cartoon that bruce tim had done had addressed this where superman exists in a world where he's superman And Lex wants to tear that down because what's different from Lex versus the Joker is the classic scene uh, line is that when I kill Superman, they will build statues to my honor. So the idea is that Lex could Mm -hmm. kill Superman at any point that he wants to, if he (laughs) does that, he's the bad guy who killed Superman. That's how he's going to go down in history. No, he wants to take Superman down first. Mm -hmm. And so then he's a hero once he does it. And so this is, that's the plan. And so here it's like, but, that's not this Superman. Like the Superman right. is never someone. So when she points, it's like this symbol means something. Okay, again, that is an alien symbol. Yeah. From a world that tried to wipe out yep. this planet 18 months ago.
0: Terraform us. Yeah. <laughs> there are there are so many different little story threads right now. Lex, now Lex is in the Kryptonian ship, the crashed ship that General Zod had. And mm-hmm. Lex can reactivate this ship because he used a little kryptonite scalpel to cut off the general's fingertips and put them on his own hand. And mm-hmm. the ship recognizes Zod's fingerprints, which now seems like a not a good security system if that can if you can that's, cut off the dude's hand.
1: That's advanced alien technology. Yeah, it really is. There's no multiple factors of like it needs to be living tissue needs to like recognize the voice of the like something
0: that we might have no no just no no it's just it's just the fingertips yeah as long as you can grab those you're totally fine and then he walks kind of into this space where there's a lot of water Mm -hmm. this is going to come up again in the movie of just like why is there water here hard to say this is supposed to be a genesis chamber where Mm -hmm. you could make kryptonian babies somehow if you wanted to Mm -hmm. that's what that is so you know zod really he wanted to terraform the earth and then birth kryptonian babies and this apparently is the place where you do that i'm pretty sure however you're supposed to do that it's not this way he brings zod's corpse he just carries it in and his naked corpse and just like throws him into the water how he managed to transport a radioactive alien body around without anybody knowing i am Mm -hmm. really not sure but lex knows that if you bring a dead Kryptonian and you dump it into the water in a Genesis chamber it will magically generate a new living thing Lex takes a knife cuts his hand and like drips his own blood on Zod's face maybe he's into self-harm but couldn't you just draw blood somehow this is gonna create a monster yeah no this isn't a yeah a a pinprick could possibly do it (laughs) This is just this is one of those somehow type plot points. Like they just got a big truck full of somehow and they just backed it up every single part of this. It's a hard scene.
1: I have no idea what his plan is or what he's doing at this point. It's just very confusing.
0: You know what the worst thing is? Mm -hmm. It works. It It
1: works. It
0: It does exactly what he is hoping it would do. So there's that. There's a very important scene at this point, which is the training montage where oh my god. bruce wayne he's doing science stuff he's analyzing that chunk of kryptonite he is also doing a very difficult and very sweaty workout with his shirt off mm-hmm. and it's like a behind the scenes dvd featurette about ben affleck's workout routine that he had to do to get into amazing shape i don't have a problem with this part of the film at all this part yeah. this works fine for me
1: i mean that's great i think um if you're fighting an alien god and what's going to help you is just having a metal suit and you know radioactive metal maybe you can skip leg day like i don't think that is the that's not gonna tip it over he's like lifting
0: as if like no 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 here you're, you're fighting a god with a tire <laughs> around his tied around his his waist it proves that bruce is a real man and honestly what this is actually for and reason why it's right here where he's doing the science stuff is that you have to prove that he's a real man, so then he deserves to make these scientific breakthroughs, because mm-hmm. only guys who work out all the time deserve any kind of success.
1: Ex- exactly, that that's true.
0: how that works. He also looks at at some more of those decrypted files that he stole from Lex, mm-hmm. and sitting right there is a folder marked "Metahumans." Mm. That is basically Warner Brothers' studio roadmap for all the films <laughs> that they want to make. That's what Lex has for the next the next few years. There are four folders inside that are each decorated with the character's logos from their movie posters. Very. If I worked for Lex, I would do that. I want to put a little extra. Yeah, work. a little extra. Like, it's very impressive graphic design work for secret files that nobody's supposed to be looking at. There's like a little WW and a little lightning bolt for the Flash and A, little a for Aquaman. It's, it looks amazing. Uh, he clicks on the WW. Which stands for I don't know what, because I'm not sure that anybody knew that her name was Wonder Woman. Uh, he clicks on that. He discovers that, yes, it's the mysterious lady that he's meeting at fancy parties. And he finds mm-hmm. a picture labeled Belgium, 1918, that has Wonder Woman in full costume next to Chris Pine and some other actors. That she posed for. Yes, that she posed for. He's very surprised because he didn't realize that they'd cast Chris Pine yet. <laughs> Why does
1: she pose for this photo? And if she uh, doesn't
0: want it, I know.
1: And not to be uh, annoyingly Dana Scully, as I often am, but <laughs> this actually is not conclusive proof that they are the same person. It just could look. But see, they look the same. They look very similar. Or it could be her. Grandpa. Like, there are multiple, but he leaps immediately to the idea that this, this is, is you. obviously her. Yeah. Because I've seen you, I've met you twice,
0: and I've seen a grainy photo. I tell you why. It's act two. That's why.
1: <laughs> this is act two information.
0: Yes, this is now Act 2 information, and then it's going to pay off, supposedly with quotes around it, this is going to pay off in Act 3. Lois figures everything out, because Lois is smart. She goes to Wallace's apartment somehow. She figures out somehow that the inside of the wheelchair was lined with lead, which means that Superman couldn't see the bomb. Mm-hmm. And so none of that was his fault. Because he's lazy. Because Superman should already know. <laughs> no, he can't yeah. see through lead, that's the thing.
1: Uh, he has other senses that are yeah. very advanced, like might have be able to hear a ticking bomb or do, like there's multiple things. That's one of my laziest conceits is that, oh, would let, let around let something, something and he doesn't realize
0: it's someone's about to blow up. And he's very fast, except here. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, um, one good thing about all of those plot holes is knowing this has no impact on the rest of the movie. Like so much of this movie, all the bullet stuff, all the investigation stuff, who blew up the Capitol, like that, the Capitol thing even happening at all. None of that matters.
1: He bought a lot of groceries. Danny. He did buy a so, lot of groceries. That is so true. obviously he didn't intend to die because Lois has no familiarity with <laughs> clinical depression or behaviors that anyone might make. Like somehow yeah. it's like he he was putting solid point. <laughs> I obviously will not buy groceries because I'm about to kill myself, and I'm making
0: that is if, a, if you're a smart shopper
1: <laughs> I'm about and, to you're, murder and you're
0: budget conscious, you know, don't buy, don't buy apples. He, he, he canceled all his magazine subscriptions. <laughs> That's right. He did, he cut, he
1: did all of this sort of stuff. And she noticed like, no, no, he's still yep. got another year of the New Yorker coming. This is obviously <laughs> a homicide. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but it has no bearings on anything because yep. you don't need to actually prove that Lex did anything because Lex has no problem with
0: implicating himself and to the world yeah. that he's a, I have done all of these things. Yeah. Yep. We are headed towards the main event. There is no stopping us naturally before slipping on the boxing gloves for this all night cartoon character fight club. Both of our contestants need to go and talk to their dead fathers as if they ever do anything else. First up, Clark Kent on a spirit walk in the wilderness where he meets his dead father, Kevin Costner, who tells him a childhood story about eating cake while horses are drowning.
1: (laughs) That's a moving moment. Is he hallucinating in this scene? Because I feel like a hallucinating space god is dangerous (laughs) for a lot of us. He has bailed and gone for a goddamn walk. Yep. This is one of my out in the world somewhere. I I resent this so much. (laughs) And then there's the people there being like, oh, that's unpassable. He's gone to die. Well, no, because he's like, it has no meaning because
0: he's Superman. Yeah. Why even? I have no idea. I don't know what he's doing. In the other corner, here's Bruce Wayne going to his parents' mausoleum where he tells Alfred that he wants to do something that matters to make his father proud. Mm -hmm. And Alfred says, well, what about all the criminals that you've caught? He says, criminals are like weeds, Alfred one up another grows up in his place this is about the future of the world it's my legacy and basically what that means is just like dominating criminals is not satisfying enough his mm-hmm. legacy needs to be dominance over the strongest man in the world
1: true and in the most benign interpretation of that this is at least the funeral aspect of that he is willing to die to achieve this. granted they don't snyder does not deliver that he delivers mm-hmm. a different end but it's yeah. building to the idea that he is willing to Batman is on a spiral to yeah. die, right? Um, and even Alfred says, "So falls the house of Wayne." Because mm-hmm. because Bat- Batman's talking to a real person. Batman, has, <laughs> yes. Batman has done something with the past twenty years of his life, and yeah. he has people to confide. He has a in. friend. Yeah, he's not talking. You know, Clark's not talking to Perry White. He's not talking no. like he has. N- or Little Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen.
0: Olsen, wouldn't that have been nice? Wouldn't that you have know, been nice? He's talking literally to a dead person. Yeah. Well, it's Kevin Costner. Like if he, he builds it, and and Superman comes, that's what happens. That's how that works. Uh, Meanwhile, all the women get kidnapped, which is what women are for. Um, yep. Ma Kent is at work, and she's taking out the garbage. Some scary cars come up and kidnap her, and then Lois is in some building somewhere, and she gets kidnapped too by Anatoly, who's doing it personally, and uh, and driven away in a van. This is what happens to women, unfortunately. Can't leave them alone for a minute. So, Batman gets all his armor on Mm -hmm. and he has forged with his own two hands. He has forged a kryptonite spear, Mm -hmm. which he's going to use to kill Superman. He goes to the police station. He wants Superman to come to him. He turns on the big bat signal light in the sky, which technically is supposed to bring him to the police station where he already is. Yeah. But it is raining and there's majestic music. The game is beginning. Lois is taken unwillingly to a Lexcorp helipad on top of a skyscraper in Metropolis where Lex can see the bat signal across the harbor in Gotham City. There is going to be a lot of back and forth tonight between Gotham City and Metropolis to the point where you just stop paying attention to where you are in this. Brings Lois over to the edge of the roof. He is just ranting word salad. He's trying to do a villain monologue and he can't really get it started. And then he just goes and pushes Lois and she falls off the roof. Because that is the easiest way for him to get Superman to come and talk to him.
1: Uh, just very quickly, because this is frustrating me. The idea of Gotham and Metropolis being just across the bay from each other. Sort yeah. of like New York and Los Angeles being like right across. Like, I don't know. Yeah, across the river. That's yeah. Not how major cities, cities. were. I know. But there we are. There we are. But anyway, yes, he pushes. Like, I don't know why. is He desperately wants to go to prison.
0: <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, like, why is he personally taking care of this yep no i don't know he wants to because he wants to have the big exciting conversation with superman who he's just gonna meet at this point is this the first time they've ever met
1: he met clark kent and it's unclear because you're snyder. right snyder got bored during the script writing <laughs> process but it's unclear if he knows that i mean anyone oh, he does would. he does
0: he knows because no, he well, mentioned at it. the time oh at the time i have no idea yeah it's Oh, not, yeah it doesn't so- really say when he but everyone knows everyone knows it's not a secret it's not a great disguise they don't seem interested in like for example everyone knows if you push lois lane off a building superman races to the scene we know that lois is dating clark because he's walking into her apartment Mm -hmm. with a whole bunch of flowers he catches her if anybody is i should probably say that in case anybody's worried he catches her it's okay brings her back down to the ground I mean actually this would be the film if there was a film where Superman would would miss and then she falls and he's just it like is. and he's just silent and he just runs away somewhere yeah this would be the one but thankfully no they don't go they don't go that far uh no they kiss it's very nice I always like I'm I'm always interested in in Superman Lois romance material and it is thin on the ground in this in the Snyder verse yeah so I'm happy with that Heads up to the roof of the skyscraper to confront Lex, who has a proper villain monologue this time. A couple big things happen very quickly. He reveals that he knows that Superman is Clark Kent. And then he reveals that he was abused by his father, which is a little bit of character development slipped through just at the last minute. Mm He does he does a little thing about daddy's fists and abominations. And he says, if God is all powerful, he cannot be all good. If he is all good, then he can't be all powerful. So this is why he needs to destroy superman apparently and reveal him for the fraud that he is because god did not save lex from being assaulted by his father
1: uh that's some motivation i mean there are others that are better but it's something they have shared no scenes together at no point was clark suspicious of lex no he was not i think this is the first point where he thinks of any moment of like oh this is a bad guy he just pushed my girlfriend
0: off a roof which is fairly conclusive evidence but. <laughs> yeah no. Yeah, Lois has been like piecing all this together and has not had the chance to get that information to to Superman. Also, there's these bullets, these really special bullets. Yeah, I think they've I think that's not gonna they're not gonna pursue the bullets at this no. point. Lex points at the bat signal and he says, the greatest gladiator match in the history of the world is about to take place, and Superman says, Why am I gonna fight Batman for you? And Lex reveals that he has kidnapped Martha Kent. He shows Superman a bunch of real mean Polaroids of her Tied up and sad with the word witch written on her forehead. And he says, if Superman kills Batman in the next hour, he will let Martha live. So there is a there is a ticking clock. There is literally a ticking egg timer. Big question in this movie which of these three alpha males is going to dominate all the others? Uh well, Superman does not do the first thing
1: that someone's been taken hostage, which is to sort of go to the police. Instead, he sort of
0: he's like, I have to go and yeah, and do the crazy thing that the crazy person's telling me to do. I have every reason to believe
1: that <laughs> that, you know, he also doesn't even know that she's still alive. Like they at least do
0: this sort of. Oh, yeah. it's not a it's not a proof of life kind of situation. They, show like they, they don't pictures. show her
1: a video. It's just these yeah. pictures of her who's been yeah. long dead. Like he
0: it's not very well done. Well, the important thing is like he actually takes Lex takes those photographs and he kind of throws them on the on the floor. And so Superman has to bend down to pick yeah. them up. And so the the visual there is then Superman on his knees bending his head in front of Lex which is pleasing Lex very much as well as uh as well as Lex Luthor. And he even admits to Lois. He goes and talks to Lois again before he he goes off to the gladiator match. And he says like I need to convince Batman to help me or Batman has to die. Which is fucking grim. And he tells Lois no one stays good in this world which is a message I'm not sure it needs to be expressed through the medium of a Superman movie.
1: No, he's just such as a... Like, he is not heroic in any sense. This is the point where there's, like, I can think of Into the Spider-Verse, Cross the Spider-Verse, any other movie where this is the point where the hero is saying the wonderful, inspiring line. Yeah. And here it looks like, I guess I got to go kill a random person for even though my wife, I don't know if my mother is still alive. And may I just add... Yeah. He says, well, where is she? Because obviously, get that. I would not let them tell me. I don't know. Right. And and Superman, because he is
0: very dumb. (laughs) Well, you know who took her. Right. So I'm just going to hire them. I'm going to pick you up by the ankles and shake you until you tell me. You you tell me.
1: Yeah. I have other powers. I could use my super hearing.
0: I could use anything. He doesn't care. I'm going to go have this fight. I tell you what, Steven. Stephen. No one stays good in this world, and and that very much includes scriptwriters. <laughs> no. So, this is all leading up to a big philosophical punch up in a war between four ubermenchen and the women who love them, and that means this is the end of Act Two of Batman v Superman <laughs> Dawn of Justice. As usual with superhero movies, Act Three involves not just one, but two endless battle sequences. Here's what's coming up. Like if you're looking for a B plus on the essay you're writing about symbolism in Batman v Superman, that's that's ne- that one's sitting. That's just sitting right there.
1: I would take the radioactive material and take it somewhere. It's already evidence of an attempted at homicide. So you don't you- even throw batteries away like that.
0: You know what the problem is? I think for you and me, we keep talking like there's a character named Batman and a character named Superman that are in this movie.
1: I thought that he was in this for saving mothers, but apparently it's only Martha's. It's like if, Martha you look, if you look like only every person, a little girl was named Martha. Like he only he only helps Martha's.
0: The bottom line is this movie only makes sense if you force it to. And frankly, I do not have the energy at this point to do that. All right. Stay tuned for that. Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Danny. I'll see you back here for Act Three of Batman v Superman on the Superheroes Everyday Podcast. Thanks for listening. This is how a democracy works we talk to each other, we act by the consent of the governed, sir.